The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network, found in cyberspace at BICBP-radio.com. to a brand new, another exciting episode of Power Rangers in Cyberspace. My name is Sean Fritz, joined as always with this guy. Christian Ingram, a.k.a. the Power Rangers guy, not that Power Rangers guy. Such a dick. Today, we have a very exciting special guest. Uh, We're joined with Keith Gibbs from Fayetteville Comic Con. Say hi, Keith. Hi, Keith. (laughs) Oh, I'm in. Hi, Christian. Hey, Sean. How's everybody doing here today? We're great. Um, We're fantastic. yeah, we're very excited because uh, we ran into Keith initially in Richmond because we're Globetrotters, East Coast Globetrotters, um, yeah. at, uh, at GalaxyCon in May. And then again in um, GalaxyCon Raleigh here. And, July. Uh, July and wherever the hell else we ran into him. Those were um, two places. Uh, yes. But then uh, uh, and just in talking to, to Keith, they presented us with an opportunity to get a little bit more in-depth, a little bit more entrenched into the local convention scene here in Fayetteville and um, at the Comic-Con, which, Christian, that's where we met, buddy. That will be our one-year friend anniversary. If you use that word ever again, I will, <laughs> I will, I will friend break up with you. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's where I met Chris and fell in love with his assholishness um, and you and you're okay. But um, that's not why we're here today. We're here to talk about Fayetteville, the Comic-Con. It's coming up in a couple of weeks. So, Keith, give us the, the real brief rundown. What is it? When is it? Where is it? Et cetera. Fayetteville Comic-Con is uh, celebrating our fifth year. So it's kind of a big year for us. Started uh, with kind of a one-day idea that Fayetteville deserved to have a con of its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fayetteville is located, I mean, extremely close to, to Raleigh. You know, 45 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes to get to the Crown Expo Center where our con is held. 140 vendors, 80 artists, 23 to 30 uh, invited guests, 32 panels and a couple different panel spaces. Um, but what we want it to be is a, is a true fan-run, family-friendly, affordable convention. So we, uh, you know, purposely try to keep our costs low so our ticket prices are low so that we can have... Uh, you know, get have a uh, convention, more of a convocation or a, you know a congress, whatever con term uh, on use, but actually have more fans and 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 geeks of all types to gather, whether it's comics or movies or horror or different franchises like Dragon Ball Z or Power Rangers or Walking Dead. Uh, we say that if it's geek, we've got it. I would say that that's. That I mean, there's a, a just a, some notable folks. Did you did you say it's two days? It's uh, two, days two day convention. Friday, I'm sorry, Saturday and Sunday, October 19th and 20th. Uh, our day night is for load in for vendors, but we are partnering with a local nonprofit that is doing a uh, meet and greet for their uh, 
fall beard contest to benefit the Karen Chandler Trust, there will be some Friday night pregame activity at, I believe it's called Patty's Pub in downtown Fayetteville. Patty's Pub? Uh, like Patty's Irish Pub from a... Patty's Irish Pub, I believe. P-A-D-D-Y. I'll have the exact information posted soon on our Facebook and Instagram pages. And then we'll also be joining them Saturday night for one of our three potential after parties for our Saturday con. We have one that will be with our invited guest, Jack Stouffer of uh, Lieutenant Bojoy, Battlestar Galactica fame. Mm-hmm. He is going to be doing a live cabaret performance. He has a many years of stage and screen and and he's going to do some uh you know show tunes and anecdotes from his life at our con hotel the holiday inn west fort bragg area from 9 to 11 saturday night the local post 670 vfw is also going to be hosting an after party for us that will be an all ages after party so that you can uh, if you're younger than 21 um or if you are 21 with id they can serve you at the bar but that's going to have some celebrity pictionary and some uh, karaoke and then we'll be again partnering up with this uh, the beard guys for the their beard and cosplay contest on Saturday night which will be at Dirtbag Ales in uh, Fayetteville there right off 95 I think it's called Bag Ales but again all that information will be available on our website soon so this is our first year of uh last year we had a small sort of after party at husk hardware but but this year we're kind of taking it to the fifth anniversary celebratory i can get behind at least some of the names of those places dirtbag ales that's uh sounds like a nice hole in the wall it's a pretty big fundraising deal for the karen chandler trust so it's going to be a hole in the wall but it's going to be packed to the walls i'm okay with that as far as the beard contest goes i think i lost because this is about two days of growth right here and I just tell, shaved, it's... so I'm kind of screwed. Keith, you might you might got something going on there. I, I do, have... I do, but mine is mine is actually for St. Baldrick's. I grew out starting you know towards the end of the summer every year, four weeks for me. So Jesus, oh. yeah, I know it's incredible. I wish I could grow a beard like that. It takes like a month and a half for mine to grow in. Yeah, me too. Sean, you can't grow facial hair to save your life. I don't. I have to shave after because it looks like I'm a. Uh, I'll tell you when we're not recording. Well, all right then. All right. So, um, so uh, as far as the the convention goes, uh, you mentioned keeping costs down for operations, but then keeping ticket prices down. And I know the answer to this, but I'm asking for the people that are watching and listening. Does that mean that you've gotten C, D, and E and F list actors and 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 creators and such, or is that where a bulk of the budget goes to getting relevant, popular, famous people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Well, I think a lot of our our budget do- goes to getting relevant people, but we also want our uh, guests, invited guests, to be approachable. Mm-hmm. We're, we're never going to have a you know William Shatner, Will, William Shatner, or you know Jay Douglas or, or anybody because they cost too much to bring in, mm-hmm. and we would have to pass that cost along to our guests. And for any small con, it's just unaffordable. But this year we have. Uh, we're bringing a Harry Potter guest, Josh Herdman, who played Gregory Goyle in all eight of the Harry Potter movies. There's never been a Harry Potter guest who's been in all eight films at a convention in the Carolinas. So mm-hmm. that, for us, is a is a pretty big deal and is approachable for our fans to be able to afford headshots and autographs that aren't in those other con price ranges. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we had Lou Fregno, we had... 
Sam Jones, Tony Todd, some some pretty big names. And this year we have, again, some very relevant and, and great comic book creators. Um, and as you guys know, some great Dragon Ball Z and, and Power Rangers guests. Mm-hmm. I would dare yeah. say that this year's lineup is even better than last year's. And I was at last year's event, and I'm like, oh, this is a really good amount of people. And mm-hmm. this year it just seems like the guests are growing and growing every year. Exactly, and and that's part of a, a fan-run con and a local fan-supported con is we can we're able to increase that guest attendance every year as long as we're doing well. This is not our business. <laughs> Neither Mike or I are are professional con promoters. We're fans that wanted to put on a great con for a great city, um, especially a city that is uh, extremely relevant to our military and and fighting forces with Fort Bragg. Mm -hmm. I want to circle back a little bit. So there's um, the tagline, if we speak, we got it. But there's also the other tagline, the world's most interactive convention. What is it that you guys are are expressing by that? Uh, Absolutely. So one of the things, as you know, and I, I will never criticize anybody else's convention model, but a lot of shows are you get through the gate, you go stand in lines to meet celebrities and guests, and you're not really interfacing with anybody outside of your people that you come to the show with. So we pride ourselves in providing constant main stage entertainment. We have sword fighters, we have ninjas, we have aerialists, we have a Game of Thrones tribute rock band. We do trivia and door prizes from the main stage. We're doing uh, sketch-off contests with some of our invited guests. We're doing quizzes on the show floor, such as, you know, name that, you know, who's that Pokemon? Who's that Lego character? Who's that Star Wars character? Plus, our panels are designed to be extremely interactive and and Mm -hmm. Q&A. And we want everybody to come, not just for our cosplay contest or our lip sync cosplay contest, which is an absolute, you got to see. It's it's nothing's better than seeing Bohemian Rhapsody done by Darth Vader. Because, uh, <laughs> I mean, everything, everything is better in, in cosplay. But we're, we're an interactive con. We want people to come, be able to spend the day, not blow their budget. But be entertained, and when you when you break it all down against ticket costs, it's you know less than two dollars an hour of entertainment. What I mentioned at the top, we'll, we we were invited to be part of this as well, so we'll be there. I mean, how much more interactive can you get? Well, there you go. Seeing your favorite YouTube Power Rangers fellow and uh, his friend that likes to curse a lot. Yeah, uh, and if you want to talk to somebody, Sean can talk forever. Oh, I certainly can. I know a lot about the stupidest things, but we will be right in that area. Uh, as Keith said, uh, we'll be in that approachable area, uh, right near Tracy Lynn Cruz and Michael Copon from Power Rangers, right near Arn Anderson, Sergeant Slaughter, you mentioned the troops, Larry Hama, who's also a, a vet for, who wrote the book quite literally on G.I. Joe. Uh, I believe he also was involved in Transformers, Wolverine. Wolverine, uh, Sabretooth, the Nam, mm-hmm. uh, other characters. He, uh, one of my favorite Young Avengers characters, uh, who is also a new warrior, Rage, mm. is a Larry Hama invitation. So uh, Bucky O'Hare, the comic book, mm-hmm. uh, is is a Larry Hama. And and so that that's a big deal. And then the you know, the even though Hama still works on G.I. Joe, another great artist uh, and writer, Brian Shearer, is, mm-hmm. is going to be right there. I have a, uh, a cosplayer from Red Doll Cosplay coming as the Benes. 
and she'll be right there with you guys for both days, you know, to do photos with, with fans and stuff. And, and, you know, we want people to come and have an opportunity to say something, draw something, you know, win something, you know, that's to me what a, a spectacle of a, of a Comic-Con should be. I, I'm, I'm not one to just walk around up and down aisles, you know, like meeting people and seeing things. So this will do that for them. And, and that's what I said to Christian last year. I said, I could bang out Fayetteville in a, in a day last year, but there's, you know, I could just window shop. I could go talk to everybody that I wanted to talk to, but there were people there that I actually wanted to talk to celebrities uh, that, again, were approachable. There were vendors, there were creators getting um, commissions done, things of that nature. I think there's some local artists as well that aren't on the website that might have a table. I, I, I think Rob... There are. There are. We're, yeah. we're, heavily, we're heavily featuring some local North Carolina artists. We have uh, two artists in residence, K.J. Floyd and Jeff Davidson, who are both Fayetteville, uh, as well as Wooly McNair and Eric Klaus, who does uh, Ninjas and Robots, very well known in the in the Fayetteville area, and we want to tell their story. Uh, you know, Wooly McNair, for example, just did a campaign with Nike, and knowing that Converse used to have a huge factory in Lumberton, and me being a you know a Chuck Taylor Converse guy, and sneaker art has always really intrigued me to have a tie into comic art, and Wooly's going to be there and talk about that. So we are we are definitely uh, very focused on promoting our local artists, our local podcasters our local vendors. There's currently on our Instagram page a draw a, this example superhero that we've come up with in your style to win some tickets. And we're getting some really cool art, both from professional artists and uh, you know, high school, middle school kids who are taking a stab at drawing that. So we're, we're again, extremely promotional of local talent. I do like that character, the, the character design. It's very... Yeah, it's very nice. It's reminiscent of something, uh, but it's it's... You, it's its own unique thing. And we have a take on that, which I really enjoyed it. We'll have as a sticker this year, which is sort of looks a little Powerpuff Girl inspired. Mm-hmm. But we have uh, an artist, Troy Little, coming from uh, Prince Edward Island, Canada, who drew for the mm-hmm. Powerpuff Girls. Um, I originally discovered him when he did the graphic novel adaptation of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. But now he's working with Kevin Eastman, the creator of the Ninja Turtles, sure on drawing yes. blood and radically arranged Ronin ragdolls. And he's the artist for Rick and Morty versus Dungeons and Dragons, which just went into its second run. So pretty hot, young comic book creator that not a whole lot of people know about. And um, speaking of that two degrees of separation, Troy Little does a Rick and Morty's book. In Wilmington, there's a, a, a writer, uh, Teeny Howard, who wrote on yep. a couple of the Rick and Morty books and who also wrote, tie it back to this again, who wrote uh, who wrote the, the remainder of the story of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Pink, 4, 5, and 6, based on the original storyline. She put the words in the bubbles, basically. Hmm. Um, and I met, I met Teeny at one of our you know, partner shops here in, in uh, Raleigh, uh, Fight or Flight Comics, uh, mm-hmm. at a signing uh, last year. Hopefully she'll be a guest of ours in the future when she's available. I think we approached her for this uh, fall, but she just had another commitment. And she's her star is definitely rising, and she's the coolest chick, uh, lady, uh, let me rephrase. And um, every time I see her, she's like, oh, hey, how's it going? Because uh, she gave me 10 minutes one uh, at uh, another convention locally, and she's just the most fun person to talk to. She's like, oh, I love it. It's great. I just did this, did that, and all of a sudden I'm writing an annual for Captain America. Yeah, well, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, good for her. Good for her. Of all the of all the guests that are that are going to be there, Keith, who who's your favorite to to meet, to see, to interact with? 
uh, and additionally, who was the biggest get that you were excited to, who was the biggest celebrity or, or, or person that you were excited to have come to Fayetteville? Well, as I mentioned, one of the one of the biggest gets is is Josh Herdman, and, and uh, you know nobody in the Carolinas has really, but he was actually he actually approached us because he's friends with Gregory French, who is a you know four time attendee of Fayetteville Comic Con, who's a uh, Walking Dead walker, okay. um, and and they hit it off at some other con, and Greg said, hey, you should come to Fayetteville, so. You know, we didn't even approach Josh initially. He contacted us and said, "Hey, I, I hear great things, and, and you know, I like, yeah, I love the American fans. I like the idea that it's in a in a army military town, and and I'd like to come." So that that those are the type of things that that are fun. I've met uh, Larry Hama several times. He's a huge part of my nine, ten, eleven, twelve year old self. Between. G.I. Joe and Star Wars uh, action figures. That was my, you know, geek childhood, uh, which leads me to who I think is my absolute favorite and an opportunity that not many people have had is Colin Campwell. Colin Campwell is an 87-year-old gentleman who was the original mm -hmm. concept designer for everything big that you ever remember from Star Wars A New Hope in 77. He invented the Death Star, the Imperial Star Destroyer, the Jawas, Sandcrawler, all that original concept art was Collins. It was it was obviously changed and, and and modeled up a little bit different for some of the movies, but he was offered the head of the modeling department, design department of Industrial Light and Magic by Lucas, and said that you know he had already done that, and so now he wanted to go do something else. So he sort of disappeared for a while, popped up when he invented the IMAX movie theater technology, uh, <laughs> popped up again a couple things, and computer engineer, and he had a new girlfriend. They were living together. They had to change apart. She helped him get some stuff out of storage and move it and saw all these great models and drawings and sketches and inks, and she didn't know that he had ever been involved in Star Wars to begin with. So it's only been a couple years that he's been out on the convention circuit, and this will be his first time he's ever appeared in the Carolinas, and uh, you know who knows when he'll have a chance to get back. So mm -hmm. between G.I. Joe and Star Wars, like I said, that was my childhood. So Saturday we're featuring the G.I. Joe as kind of a keynote presentation with Sergeant Slaughter, Brian Shear, uh, Larry Hama, and then we'll have uh, Colin Campbell as kind of a keynote on Sunday talking about his influence on on the Star Wars universe and obviously then on all of geek fandom. Yeah, because Star Wars is hot right now, especially with um, the rise it's, of Skywalker streaming service coming mm -hmm. out and the Mandalorian premiering here soon. So I think he's going to have a big influence on the convention. Absolutely. And so we also have uh, large attendance from the uh, 501st and the Rebel Legion. So that will be sort of the corner opposite, you guys. So there's going to be a lot of good interaction happening over there as well. A lot of cons I go to, you meet an actor who may not know anything about that universe, mm -hmm. but this is a man whose who's, uh, influence is obviously there and just in the in the lines of the TIE fighter. Or, you know, I have the an X-Wing fighter hanging in, in the room next door. Do you know if, if uh, speaking to, uh, to Colin Cantwell, do you know if he'll have any of his original sketchbooks or, or any of his original portfolio with him? Absolutely. I, oh. I, I know we've asked, uh, Eddie travels with that. I just oh, saw nice. some of the force con or, or city for a, a huge South of the border uh, convention. And you could see on his table, a lot of that original, uh, original art. And he also has videos that were played during his panel that oh. show a lot of that. Nice. 
And he only he only shows those live at cons. He doesn't make those available on YouTube. Mm. A little bit of an exclusive. Nice. So speaking of the panels, and I'm sorry, Christian, I don't mean to dominate everything. You're good. Do you have anything to add? Um, no, I just think it's exciting for at least him to see his original sketches that you won't be able to see anywhere else. So if you're going to mm-hmm. be in the area or you want to check them out, please go to this convention. Yes. It's a must for any Star Wars fan, I think, mm-hmm. just to see where the words turned into an idea, a visible idea for everyone to see and then for everyone to consume through the, the great motion pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as panels, Keith, in the event that there are two panels booked and you can't go to one but you want to see it, there's not going to be a repeat panel from Saturday to Sunday, but will there be a panel or some or all of them available for later viewing? So not everyone, obviously, as I said, we have 32 some odd overall panels, but a lot of our key panels are going to be recorded uh, video and audio made available now on our new, you know, after the con set up YouTube channel. We are experimenting a little bit with potentially live streaming something, but we're limited by the technology that the crown provides and, mm-hmm. and the budget obviously that that we have to to bring in any anything else but we are going to be with your guys help with the help of a couple of uh, guests and and some uh, myself and jerry clan and for the major ones we will be recording dan johnson who writes for retro fan magazine is also going to be doing a couple interviews then he'll turn those into print so there will be some follow-up print from some of these uh guest interviews and and at the very least we'll make sure that the gi joe panel the power rangers panel the dragon ball z panel the star wars panel all have after con availability wonderful um we'll be doing periodic live streaming we have our own internet Mm -hmm. connection that we can bring in for that so christian and i will be live streaming uh, as we parade around and say hi to people that have no idea who we are (laughs) and um that's fair it's called self-deprecation. That's how That's people how like you more. Just so you know, Christian. I know Keith knows. Um, <laughs> so we'll be doing some live streaming. We'll probably do some live streaming just before we do, because uh, we have at least one or two panels. We have one with uh, Michael Copon and Tracy Lynn Cruz. There's another one that we're kind of going back and forth on. You know, uh, there's there's a panel that I'll be doing. Stay tuned to our social media for that, for the official announcement. But Christian will be with uh, Tracy Lynn Cruz and Michael Copon. And you'll be in some way, shape, or form involved with a, uh, anime, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. And, and there'll also be the opportunity for pop-up panels there at your all's, you know, booth. Anybody that wants to pass by or you can pull over, you know, feel Mm -hmm. free to, you know, talk. We could do some of the, uh, Power Rangers trivia against Michael or Tracy. I have the buzzers that I'm going to bring for you guys to, to play around with. So, you know, like I said, there'll be a lot of great content. It's obviously better to come participate live but uh, we want to make sure that we you know, are, are very good about about sharing all the great one-of-a-time things that are happening yeah and i know um, uh copon at least is going to want to talk about his new donut shop that opened up down in virginia beach i will actually be visiting there tomorrow so that's something to look forward to to talk about at fayetteville okay so that's one of our open things that christian you can help with is he mentioned to us he goes hey I got this donut business. Can I bring donuts? And I have never once in my life denied anybody from bringing donuts. <laughs> and, and, and I don't know if it's, you know, 3,000 donuts or 30 donuts or, or whatever. They get a little bit of, you know, undercover boss sort of look at what's happening up there. And if they got anything with maple and bacon on it, make sure I learn about that. 
I got you. And if he's there tomorrow, maybe I can record a video and we can post it on Fayetteville's Facebook page or something. You know, maybe do something that, with him. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. As you see, we've, we've had a couple other of our guests do some really cool uh, you know, Facebook promos. John Anderson, who, who you may or may not know out of Alabama. John is like he likes to call himself walking meat. You know, he's, he's just, you know, been an extra in everything, including one of the Ravagers in Guardians of the Galaxy, too. He's just a, a really cool guy, uh, and he's going to be there helping run some panels as well. But he'll be located over with you guys as well. I forgot to mention him because he'll be with Sarge and Larry and, and Brian. So you'll be able to get a little bit of a back lot view of a lot of, you know, major movie productions. Hey, man, There's... the more the merrier. I mean, and if you're looking to break into any of that kind of stuff, I mean, I think uh, we're not far from the Tyler Perry Let's Make a Movie compound in uh, in Georgia somewhere, but also more locally, if I'm not mistaken, there's a bunch of movie studios popping up or whatever, so there are plenty of people to ask questions on what to avoid, what to look for, what to do, how to act, not like us, but, you know... <laughs> Well, um, and on and on that topic, we have a, a great, you know, he's active duty military. He is the director of a movie called It Came From the Ether, which a couple years ago was a, was a re really, you know, kind of award-winning film festival. And he's going to be helping us run a little scenario with TJ Storm and our other motion capture, motion capture actors from Godzilla King of the Monsters. TJ was uh, Godzilla. The other three were the three heads of King Ghidorah. And they're going to be doing some demonstration on stage about how they mock that up. See, that's going to be something that's really interesting to take a look at because if you want to, like, break into that, you know, just you, that's something you need to see. Well, and, and all this stuff, like the mocap specifically, like the Godzilla, the, the fantasy stuff, it is, I mean, to a point, it's like anime come to life. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll agree so, with that. So there's cartoon anime and then there's real life movie magic anime. So it's a little something for everyone. I, I'm very excited for it. Uh, I mean, uh, speaking to your, your point, Christian, about uh, the donuts, maybe Mike and, and Keith, maybe Michael bring 3000. And instead of waiting in line for 30 minutes, if you show up at 930, get there before that, though, and take a step back here. Uh, when I go to a convention, I like to get there early. I know that I will have to wait in line longer outside, but I'll be first in line or close to that. But I'll also have a communal experience with the people outside. So talk to people who you're excited to see. Uh, we're probably going to try to be out there. Maybe Michael will bring his 3,000 donuts. Um, Keith's idea, not mine. Uh, <laughs> to keep everybody, um, I guess, well-fed until that 30-minute sugar rush wears off. But uh, Christian, I didn't tell you this yet, but uh, I, I did buy a megaphone for the uh, begin for the convention. You louder? Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, if Sarge is going to be near us. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, you want that. Absolutely. He's probably more comfortable behind it than I am. That's fair. And although this year we, we don't have a, a Pokemon guest, we've had uh, Veronica Taylor, who's the voice of Ash Ketchum, both in year two and year four, and she plans to come back next year. There is a Pokestop and a gym right outside the front door. So while you're waiting. Yeah, because we know if you're at a convention, you play Pokemon Go. Absolutely. I do. Uh, I, I do. Sean doesn't. He doesn't know what Pokemon I is. I, I know what Pokemon Go is because uh, they made Ingress fun. <laughs> and if you know what Ingress is, please come talk to me because I actually know what that is. Absolutely. No idea. It was Pokemon Go, but with triangles. Super not as exciting. 
but established the basis for not only Pokemon Go, but also the new Harry Potter Wizards Unite. And Google Maps before that. <laughs> Google Maps is the best. True that. Double true. Double true. Talking about donuts. <laughs> Six no twelve. Wait, was it yeah. two no six, six no, 12, no twelve? No baker's dozen. Six those, no ten no cupcakes. twelve baker's dozen. Yeah, I told you that I'm crazy about those cupcakes. Cupcakes cousin. cousin. Yeah, Jeez. Chronicles of Narnia, one of the best nerd raps I've ever seen in my life. Probably the best uh, Saturday Night Live, whatever they called them. The not live. Short, let's digital shorts. Yes, that's it. Not to be outdone by the ambiguously gay duo, Ace and Gary. Mm-hmm. Side note. But it is a convention-related side note, so it's I'll, I'll allow it. I'm the host. I was at New York the last year I won. It was 2015, maybe. And there was a pair. There were two guys that cosplayed as the ambiguously gay duo. That's awesome. the end of my story. Yeah. Oh, no, it's awesome. And I know uh, New York Comic Con starts this week, right? Uh, it does. Y- uh, yeah, week, this weekend, the, yeah. Is it this weekend or next weekend? No, it's no, no. Usually it's, the, it's this weekend. It's Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah, right? It is this weekend. Yeah, it's usually the first weekend in, in October. Rocket-tober? Rocktober, because yeah, it rolls off the tongue. I know IDW Publishing is going to have uh, uh, Leto, who did the writing for the uh, Rick and Morty versus Dungeons and Dragons, um, and they got some con exclusives, and I have a couple friends of mine hunting them down. I, I typically go, but now that I'm so involved in Fayetteville Comic Con, this is our go time. I can't justify the hotel price being 3,500% higher than a weekend pass, which you can't even buy weekend passes anymore. So that's when I checked out. Right. So I used to actually work panels and screenings for Read Pop, which was Read Expo, mm-hmm. for that show and, and another show and, and just had some great experiences. But you're right. If, if I wasn't working and getting compensated for my time, it, it's it's definitely a hard chunk of change to, to bite. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Plus you either fly and it's a three, four hundred or you drive and you pay parking, which is three, four hundred. Three, four hundred. Yeah. In the hotel you can't unless you get an Airbnb, you can't get a hotel that's less than like twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, it's a hard pass. Yeah, I mean our hotel, we're going to P Paramorphicon next year and we found a ho- uh, an Airbnb already that's probably a, what a half of what you would spend on a hotel mm-hmm. and everybody has a bed. Yeah. yeah, I'm 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 glad at the time when I participated, you know, for example, you know, I know it doesn't show up well on a podcast, but I'm, you know, six, eight, 260 pounds. So I always sort of get relegated to some of those celebrity security roles. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one year we were escorting, uh, you know, the great Stan Lee from mm-hmm. a panel he, he was doing back to the green room. And to get there, you had to go through the sea of nerddom. And he kind of gestured and i leaned down i said yes sir and he's like well, keith walk next to me and i thought it was a great honor until mm-hmm. he started to explain that the way they used to draw spider-man and other books and with perspective the eye always goes to the tallest point so mm-hmm. by the time somebody realized stan lee was walking by them we would already be passed and so he was basically mm-hmm. you know just using me as his as his geek shield uh, so I wasn't sure if I was complimented or dissed by Stan Lee, but but either way, it's one of the best moments of my life. I'm going to say it was a compliment because you can now say that you were used by Stan Lee. I was. I was. That, that's and, an honor. And not to be disparaging, but Stan Lee also used Jack Kirby, Steve <laughs> Ditko. I, I mean, am in great company. Yeah, I mean, if you want to spin it that way, I'll I'll allow it. But yeah, I also you know, got to panel with Bruce Tim when he released mm-hmm. uh, the Green Lantern animated, most recent anime Green Lantern. I remember 
they were screening something with Frankie Muniz uh, called Pizza Boy, which also had Rowdy Roddy Piper mm-hmm. and Legend. and thing and it, and Frankie uh, graduated from Nightdale High School where I live here in Nightdale, and so I've had the great honor in town and where he lives now in Phoenix in the Phoenix airport, and I don't think he remembered me, but he pretended to. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he's also uh, pretty big in the producer game now too, so he's. He sees a million people. It's not even funny, I'm sure. That's but, fair. I mean, you're you're hard to miss, as you said. You're six foot eight, and now with the uh, Hagrid beard. Yeah, I was yeah. I was looking for uh, an adjective that would uh, you know, like the uh, a beard that rivals that of a um, I don't know. Uh, you're all wizard Harry. I still haven't seen him. How have you not? Wait, what? My mom tries to force him down my throat, and I'm like, you know what, mom? You're into Doctor Who. You can keep that. You're into Harry Potter. Eh. But the kiddo likes it, so I kind of should get on board here probably before fate. Harry Potter was, like, that was, it came out Harry... when I was super young, and, like, my dad would take me to the theaters to see it. So that's, like, it has a Aww. special place in my heart. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I was very anti-Potter because I'm a, I'm a Tolkien nerd through mm-hmm. and through, and anything else kind of would never live up to that for me but you know then i had two daughters and so now i'm a hufflepuff through and through <laughs> kristen's in the tri- twilight what no <laughs> is that isn't that guy the new batman yeah somehow so that's i mean you're jumping on board early there i guess oh, he's really not uh, kristen's in the power rangers as you could tell by my wall what a and, loser oh well, and my I tattoos sure if he was i wasn't sure if he just liked the sparkle and the fact and tried to brood i mean I don't know. Maybe that's what that leather jacket was about. Maybe that was a brooding jacket. <laughs> <laughs> to keep them dry in the, when they play baseball in the rain. <laughs> it does. But speaking <laughs> speaking of tattoos, um, from what I read, they'll be live tattooing at Fayetteville? Absolutely. So American Tattoo Society will be there with uh, six or eight tattoo artists. If you go on our Facebook page or Instagram, we occasionally post some of the previous art they've done. These guys are absolutely amazing with some of the ink that they that they do. So there's, you know, live tattooing. It's it's always it's in a small room off the side of the convention floor. So you're not going to feel self-conscious about being you know out in front of a whole bunch of people if, if you're if you're looking for some ink. But but absolutely. I might actually what? get a tattoo while we're there. Um, since Tracy's there, I was already planning on filling up this arm with helmets. Might get a yellow Space Ranger helmet on here. That'd be awesome. And. I mean, as you guys know, and I've met her a couple times at other cons, but she is one of the nicest people there is. I mean, love meeting uh, Tracy Lynn Cruz, she and Michael, uh, you know, but especially are just amazing with guests. I hate a con where the invited guests are standoffish or not engaged. And, you know, these these two and 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 our future power rangers we always look for people who are just extremely welcoming and and engaging with age eight to 80 you know we want everybody to come and have a good time and and she especially is just getting such great uh reception on on our so as as a guest yeah if you check out her instagram like it's nothing but her interacting with fans i checked out her instagram story today it was her braiding a young girl's hair and i was like oh I've never seen like any other celebrity do that to anybody, you know. Mm-mm. That's yeah. That's normally a don't. I'll sign something. I'll shake your hand. I'll take a picture with the hover hand, and that's when the you touch someone's hair. That, that then you're getting, well, you're opening yourself up for well, a whole bunch of who knows. 
Absolutely, and, and uh, if Michael Copon touches some young fangirl's hair, that's where we start needing that's you know, where we oxygen. Go. All right. People think because if you want to go there, Michael Copon has a following of between his One Tree Hill stuff and his Power Ranger stuff. I mean, young women love that man. Mm-hmm. Old women love that man. I mean, so I can understand why. I mean, not even trying to sound weird, he is an attractive man. I could care less. He has donuts. It, well, that's what that, we, that's, that's what we care of, about. That's one oh, type of attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's true too. Those donuts are going to be attractive to me tomorrow. I'll I'll, I'll send y'all both a picture of the donuts. Okay. I, uh, I want to circle back to the tattoos real quick. As, as we all know, you have to be 18 or have express parental consent. I'm, I'm going to assume that that continues because that's the law. Absolutely. Yes. Um, is there a way to? sign up ahead of time for a tattoo from any of these fellows or are they doing it all like a commission at a convention first come first serve first five in the door you know stuff like that it is it is it's first come first serve it's like a commission you have an opportunity to go and meet with the uh you know shop owner of of american tattoo society and you know just a, a great guy but also speak and look through some individual tattoo artist portfolios um, it always helps, obviously, to come with ideas. So if you do have an idea for a tattoo, you can bring some art or have it available on your phone or or whatever. But uh, one of the great things about them is that they'll stay even after we close the con to guests. If you're still working, they'll get through their backlog. So it's it's a I'm not I, I can't remember a time in the last couple of years that anybody has been turned away and has not been accommodated because, like I said, we bring. Uh, they're bringing more than just one artist. They're, you know, typically six or eight artists. And they're not free. I, I know the answer, but they're not free. They are charged per. They they are typical whatever their typical typical rates are. But uh, a lot of people coming in from from town who want to have from out of town, they want to have the convention experience and uh, knock out a tattoo while they're there. It's always seemed to be a, a great addition to our offerings. Yeah, it's not like face paint, where that's usually free. This is body art, and this is and, this is permanent, permanent, permanant yes. art. Just now, like my Iron Man popsicle stick tattoo, it is permanent. See, I was still wondering what the hell that was. Now that you say it, I see it. But I was like, I saw it on the back of your leg. I'm like, what the hell is that? It was the first one. That one was free. I got it from a radio station. I'll, if you want to hear the full story, come see me at our table. That's fair. That's how you get but, them in. That's that's marketing. <laughs> That is right there. I, I got a question about the tattoo. If I end up getting a tattoo, would I be able to record the video for my YouTube channel? Absolutely, upon the discretion of that artist, I mean, with their with their permission. That's yes. fair. Always ask permission because you are using well because well as you know, Christian. Maybe you don't know because you're not into sports ball. Basketball players have to get a sign off now on their tattoos from their tattooist to use in in their video games. I actually did know that because Randy Orton's tattoo artist has sued the WWE or 2K because they used mm. his tattoos in video games. Wow. So always ask. If you have a question about something, especially with artwork, ask. Don't take pictures of people's artwork, even if and they're giving away Mike prints And both Mike and I have law degrees, so if you need us to rip up a quick little contract, be more than happy to. Um, I've looked into being a notary, but I'm not, so sorry, I can't stamp it. There's also a gaming alley with VR games... I'm assuming the headset as well as arcade cabinet and table games. So Tokyo retro gaming and who's right there in downtown Fayetteville and they have a VR uh, shop as well as a really great anime shop on, on the second floor. We'll be providing some of our VR gaming opportunities. 
I think it's uh, it's not Boxcar. It's one of the other guys there. I, sorry, I'm blanking his name. Is going to bring some cabinets, and I think he may actually be bringing a. I think there's a Power Rangers pinball that I asked oh, nice. if it's source. I don't know if it's happening, but he has some pinball and stand-up style arcade games, as well as we have Gamers Guild running our Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, Pokemon, our games and i think we're also running some D campaigns while we're there as well as some other stuff so yes definitely great for uh, vr uh gaming i think there's also some other uh nintendo switch type tournaments but again gamers guild tokyo retro gaming run all that for us so we basically give them free reign to do whatever they need to do hmm. that gives me an idea i might have to uh hmm Christian, we're gonna, uh, that gives me an idea. We might have to chit chat about something. No, uh, yeah, because I, I was gonna ask if we could like maybe bring the board game that I forgot that what too. studio released it, but it's a Power Rangers like basically Dungeons and Dragons game. It's called Heroes of the Grid, and I mean, if it's okay with you, Keith, I would love to bring that down and let people play it. Absolutely, we'll have air. We have uh, round tables over in that area that we specifically just stack some games for them we've had some people come in the past to do some test marketing on game designs that they have i don't know why my mind just went to uh parks and recreation and whatever that game ben invented the cones of something <laughs> but uh you know it's it's that that same type of feel i mean you know, like i said if it's geek we've got it people come you know bring a deck of uno cards sit around the table and you know i have the power rangers about, uno uh, card game uh, you had the what Sam now Power Rangers Uno cards. Is that a real samurai. thing? It's Uno with Samurai. Oh. With, you know, Shinkenger. Okay. Ooh. The more you know. My, mom, my, my mommy got it for me for Christmas. <laughs> so as you, that, as, you, as you mentioned earlier, though, we do uh, we do have a face painter. We do have a caricature artist um, over in that area, as, as well as a whole lot of uh, cosplay-focused stuff. I mentioned the cosplay lip-sync earlier. We're going to expand that to two days with a junior division on Saturday and a senior division on Sunday to align with our cosplay contests of uh, Saturday and Sunday, junior division, senior division. I mean, that's going to be one of the most interesting things, because like you said, seeing Darth Vader sing... That's I'm just I'm just curious what characters we're going to sing in the cosplay lip sync battle. I mean, I don't remember. I'd have to go back to the video to see what song he did. But we had Pickle Rick doing <laughs> a song last year. My two daughters and a bunch of their friends did a Witches of Waverly Place uh, performance. We had this guy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was dressed as Steven. You remember, but he did uh, Single Ladies by Beyonce. <laughs> it was off the hook. Between you and me and the wall, you know, people have asked about cosplay karaoke, and and I, I don't want that. I, I don't want to. I don't want to hear bad singing performances. But like I said, everything is better in costume. So everything from little kids singing a Disney princess song to, I don't know, a ten-year-old dressed as Iron Man, singing Iron Man. It's awesome. Or sing, seeing Lou Ferrigno lip sync um, that four non-blonde song. <laughs> <laughs> I Christian, wanted, that was I a band wanted... from the early 90s. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I was born in 95. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'll send you the YouTube link Thank later. You. Son? <laughs> See, in my day, Christian, what we Sorry. would do is we would make a we would give someone a hand someone a cassette tape. I know what a cassette. And say listen is. to this. Yeah, cassette. <sighs> um who wouldn't want to go after hearing all that? In my childhood. <laughs> 
real, 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 real? Yes, yep. yes, it is. Yes, it is. Thank we you. were just talking about that last night, actually. Oh, the, the real? Yeah, we were talking about logos for. Um, oh, he's back, Christian. Yeah, the the my uh, my co my co-host, my other co-host, my cat. He's like, what the hell? I want to get on your desk. Yeah, that's no bueno. Yeah. If he, he jumps up there, if he jumps up there and vomits out the tesseract, that would be awesome. Wrong color, but yeah, uh, that would be interesting. He wears a bow tie. All right. Uh, so so beyond that, I mean, is there any other attraction that we've missed? That, uh, so place? yeah, we I missed. Mean, we we do we do have some. Like I said, we have uh, Michael Kosky and Gregory French and uh, what's his name, uh, W. H. Bell, who are all in the Walking Dead. Their panel is actually going to be run by Mick Grimes, who's a cosplayer that looks exactly like Rick Grimes. He's very close, uh, yeah. Who's coming. And, you know, it's just it's just awesome. So the walkers are always fun. I remember two years ago, I think I did, uh, the panel was uh, tequila shots with The Walking Dead. You know, some of the best vendors in the area, we will and always will be a comic con, a comic book convention. So, you know, we really focus on making sure that we have some of the best dealers uh, local for, you know, gold and silver, bronze and, and modern comics, uh, comic book creators. But we also have a lot of other great, you know, movie posters, Transformers toys, vintage toys, new toys. I found a uh, Ninja Turtle villain that a buddy of mine was looking for for like 10 years last year. Just randomly, we have, you know, uh, vintage video games, everything from the Atari 2600 platform. I'm still looking for Pitfall 2, <laughs> the second Pitfall to play. I have a, a setup over here that has my Atari 2600, Sega Genesis, uh, Intellivision, ColecoVision, all that's back here in the in the back, which is why I never get real work done. <laughs> um, but again, yeah. we, we have geek speed dating. And actually, we have at least one wedding that has been a result of a couple that has met at our geek speed dating event at the con. Sorry, ladies, I'm off the market, and so is Michael Copan. But I'm on the market. He is, and he's desperate. Look I'm at not him. desperate. He's a ginger. He's pretty desperate. Wow. I hate you. Wow. That that's um, that shot's fired. But no, I, I actually... Staying at, remember where you're staying. So I forgot to mention Saturday night, there's actually a fourth option that Ooh. starts before our con ends about 200 feet away is the opening night of the Fayetteville marksman hockey team this year sergeant slaughter will be dropping the inaugural puck that's very interesting that's nice so so if you're not into going to one of the after parties but want to go see a, a hockey game that's saturday night so we're, we're really trying to have a a great full weekend of of awesome geek entertainment and it's not just contained within the hours of the convention either, which is which is really nice. I mean, you go to New York Comic Con, you have the city. That's your experience. It's also your backdrop for comic books and, and movies and TV shows. But it's not an experience. Well, New York is an experience, but it's <laughs> not that kind. It's not a communal experience. You're in your own little pocket world. This is more of a everybody. It's almost like a migration from one place to another or another or another and there's so many options i think we're gonna have a, a hell of a time christian and i yeah we're gonna have to figure out what we want to do after saturday night i mean or after saturday after the convention where we want to go but i'm sure we're, wherever we go it'll be a lot of fun well you got the roving party yeah. machine with you yeah. and some of the best some of the best things 
uh, for me are when people tell me that they live in Pennsylvania and they're going to come to Fayetteville mm -hmm. and bypassing Baltimore, which is a big convention that weekend. Uh, we have at least two guests flying from Los Angeles, or I'm sorry, two attendees. You know, I, they're all our fans and guests, but you know, they're flying from Los Angeles for this event and they've come every year for three years over going to a Denver or a Chicago or a Baltimore. And it's really that they've been so happy with the interactivity, the family friendly atmosphere and the accessibility of our guests. Will you point them out to me? I will. I would, li I would like to talk to them happily. Yep. And honestly, I feel like the reason that is is because this convention is more personable than any convention I've ever attended. And I really like that experience. And I know that a lot of people like that experience. Well, there's this thing, such a thing as Southern hospitality and uh, taking your time, doing it right, being polite. You know, it does extend to not just verbal interactions with people. It extends to it's what I would want to do too here. You know, go to a convention like this because it is close and local. And I'm, we're not just saying it because we got a free table, but it, it's it's a fun place to go. There's fun people to see. You know, we got to talk to Christian. I met last year, as I said, in front of Christopher Kamen Lee, Andros's table. We both hung, went over and talked to Kerrigan Mahan, you, Christian, and Keith, a little bit more than I did, but I've seen the footage and it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, oh, I the, actually the, still the have the Kerrigan drinking footage. Yes, I still good. have that, and you and him talking about uh, whiskey have that. Well, I think I have here. Let me see if I can grab it without taking my mic off. Oh, let's see. There's my don't go Bill O'Reilly on you. There's my Kerrigan, but nice. on the back of that is uh, Barbara Goodson, Rita Repulsa. Oh, oh nice. We had had in the past, and uh, we'll have again in the future. She's a big. A uh, fan of her combo. She's just dates haven't worked the last two years. But uh, I remember just tell you a quick story. Two years ago, nope, three years ago, first year, uh, second year of the con, first year I was involved walking to a sushi place with Barbara and Kerrigan. And then we got back to the hotel and Kerrigan was geeking out with some guy. And somehow we ended up walking away with a bottle of Patron because. <laughs> Because he was Goldar. So. Mm -hmm. Jesus. That sounds like a fun night, though. It was. It was. It was a very good night. Uh, I just thought of it. I got it last year for something. Uh, I have two signed Kerrigan Mighty Morphin Power Rangers books, comic books with the Goldar variant. So I'm going to find something uh, that's going to be a giveaway at our table. I don't know what yet, but uh, or, stop by. Or, see if, or if you're see interested, if... we also have a auction for the uh, Cumberland County... Uh, Humane Society, uh, you know, uh, FAPS for Animal Rescue, we do on the second day, we do a uh, charity event as well. Um, a lot of people bring stuff for that. Uh, so, again, we're, we really do try to give back to the, the community. A couple of years ago, we did a big fundraiser for hurricane victims from, uh, from the, you know, some serious flooding. So, you know, it's uh, when you have a fan run con, it's you're able to do a lot of really great things. No, not as many wheels to grease. Yeah. yeah. Another interesting thing I wanted to say was I've never seen a convention before with a bar inside it. I don't know y'all might have, but that was the this is really the first one. We Chris was like, "Yeah, we're going to go to the bar." I'm like, "Where at?" He's like, "Right down here." And I'm like, "Oh. <laughs> okay." And and did you say to Chris right after that, "So then why did you come in 2 hours late today?" <laughs> <laughs> 
That's just how so, it goes. So that is, that is one of the benefits of being in a, in a venue like the Crown Coliseum. Fayetteville is a substantially large city with Fort Bragg. It's it's a thing, but the Crown Expo Center is a is a great place, uh, extremely accessible, free parking. You know, you can park the door in 30 seconds mm-hmm. as opposed to typical city conventions where you have parking decks and 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 other things. So that's always been a great draw for us producing the the convention there is the facility itself and because of the arena and the hockey team you know we do have the ability to take advantage of things like the bar when we did our trivia panel at um rally and thank you for those tickets that person will be in attendance christian let's see if we can find him because i forget who it was but uh, we told everybody about it and they're like oh there's one in fadeville and they'll be there and i said hey if you're here you get free parking they were going to get it anyway, but it, it Just, struck a lot of people as interesting as, oh, free, free parking, parking, huh? We've yeah. learned to make that part of our pitch because it is, I mean, even if it's $7 or $12 or $20, that's significantly money you could be spending inside the convention with one of our great artists or vendors or, or, or guests. So it's just it's just really cool. And so, yeah, that's part of the facility fees. So we, we eat that as promoters as part of your ticket price. Well, and, and speaking to that, you mentioned $10, $15, $20 for parking at a any other convention. What are ticket prices? So if you buy tickets directly at one of our ticket outlets, which is either you know, Dragon's Lair in Fayetteville or Hobby Town or Comic World in Zebulon, ticket prices for one-day tickets are $15. Two-day tickets, weekend pass, $25. It's an extremely affordable convention, and all that is is pretty much put directly back into the con to cover those service fees, our facility rental contract, and the ability to fly guests from London, Los Angeles. You know, not everybody is as accommodating as, say, a Larry Hama who likes to take the train and sketch on the way down, or a Gary Cohen of uh, Blue Devil fame who's going to, you know, if the weather's nice, ride his motorcycle from Richmond it does take a little bit of, of capital to, to put on a great show like this. Mm-hmm. But we try to maintain and keep those costs low so they are affordable for people to come. And like you guys have alluded to, we talked about it being extremely interactive. You know, if you, I don't know, if you pack a lunch or bring water, you don't have to spend another dime, but you still get a great experience for two days. Mm-hmm. Or is it just single-day passes that are left? Uh, no, there's still weekend passes available, single-day and weekend passes available. Coincidentally... We have a pair to give away. Christian, how are they going to do that? How are they going to win the, that free pair? All you got to do in the comment section below is let us know who you're most excited to meet at Fayetteville. It's me, by the way. That's the right answer. If you answer Sean, I will block you. <laughs> uh, but the, then they can follow me instead of you. So do you, do your fans have a Sean or Christian? Do they have a, a certain name? Like, you know, are they the... The Fritzies? No, or, no. Or, or the, I like that. Or I the, like that one. So for that Power Rangers guy over there. It's the Power Rangers guy? Yeah. So, uh, and, and I will probably wear one of the shirts because our logo guy is still, he hasn't gotten me a new logo yet. So for him, his is Ranger Club. You know, like Bullet for, Club, but Ranger Club, you know. Eh. Play and, on words. Uh, so because of the, the podcast, we met a year into me doing well, a year into us both doing this, so we married our, our interests at Fayetteville. 
So effectively, a marriage of business already happened at Fayetteville, but <laughs> uh, business relationship. That's you, LLC. Not not that far. Okay. Yeah, we're unofficial. Spitting a handshake. If, uh, if we're married, Power can Rangers you get me a ring? Shut up. I'll, I'll 3D print you one. But uh, uh, lots of so, jewelry available at Con. But uh, I, I'm Christian. I'm Christian. I got another idea. Thank you for reminding me, Keith. Power Rangers in cyberspace, so the audio listeners are cyber scholars because it sounds alliterative, but grammatically it's not. So Ranger Club, cyber scholars. They kind of intermix. Coincide. So, yes. Short answer, yes. But Sean went with the long answer. Always. And then I summarize it, like you should do with an email when you forward it. So I know that you, we talked about a little bit pre-show that we also have a photographer who's going to be co-resident with you guys over there, Allie Mae Weber, who's a, a huge Power Rangers fan. I believe both of you have met her. Mm-hmm. And she will have a green screen there and be able to take pictures and put you in front of any scene you want. She's going to have, you know, obviously sort of a, because we're Halloween, a horror background, but you know, I was just with her in Florence and, you know, she did a great backdrop for a kid dresses Jack Frost for a lady dresses the uh, the Queen of Hearts from Wizard of Oz. Just nice, real quick, real opportunity for you to catch a great memory from the con, especially pictures with Michael Copan or, or Tracy Lynn Cruz or you guys as photogenic as you are, especially with that great leather jacket. Wow. And the leather jacket will be there, too, much to Sean's dismay. I have a mannequin that we can gladly you know, display it. As long as I can put the scarf on there with it. Oh, Christian, if we have a mannequin, we got to put a morpher on the wrist. <laughs> Which morpher, though? We got Time Force and in space. Um, change it throughout the day. And, and we have the SPD one, and I have the belt buckle. Money well, I was just going to go with in space and Time Force because Copan and Tracy. I got straps for everything now, so... For morphers. For adult-sized wrist straps for morphers. <laughs> you can't do that. And to, to t- and to hang you upside down from the ceiling. That probably what will happen at Fayetteville. So if you want to see that, make sure to be there. Well, we do have the aerialists. And a couple uh, two years ago, I did go upside down with Lou Ferrigno and Sam Jones. So there's a oh possibility goodness. of a lot of things. Anything's possible. Absolutely. Maybe I know I know uh, it said on the website that there there will be comedy as well. Maybe Sean can uh, perform some stand ups, considering that's all he ever watches and listens to. Dude, I've done stand up before. Oh, so, so well, all right have, then. We have a great local comedian, Tyler Wood, who's actually going to be moderating the Josh Herdman panel as well as a, as a couple of things. He's also putting together a great panel for us on the history of Hanna Barbera. Oh, nice. Uh, yep, and then we have a comedy troupe opening Sunday called uh mm, i know it's a funny pun and i'm trying to remember uh horses ass or something i don't know it's uh i'll have to the remember their war. name mm, no no whores divorce it's 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 definitely a uh a a punny thing but you know good local comedy troupe who's going to be performing we also have a nerd slam nerd trivia contest mm-hmm. happening Preliminaries on Saturday and the finals on Sunday. And I assume the trivia will be for prizes? Absolutely. Uh, for Nerd Slam, it will be. And, and then a lot of our just trivia and door prizes happen for prizes just throughout the day. Anything from pops to ray guns. You know, we've 
anything and everything. We give and pride ourselves on having more door prizes and trivia prizes than any other con I've ever been to. Yeah, that's one thing I did notice last year. I was like, wow, they give away a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. We're a, we're a, we want people to have a great experience. So a lot of our vendors are are just very giving. They you know not only come and have a booth and and have to make obviously they're living doing that if that's what they do, but they've always been very charitable in, in making sure that we have door prizes and auction fundraising auction items for our show. I got this My Hero Academia thing back here. That shut up, that's mine. <laughs> So so wait let let's summarize it. We have great guests for Fayetteville, great vendors, great events. I mean, just the whole convention itself is going to be great. I've over the last you know I'm 48. You know I went to my first I think Dungeons and Dragons con or a Star Trek con when I was 11, 13. I've been going to things ever since. I've been to the big ones. I've been to the library small cons. We are a great mid-sized con, eight to ten thousand people, uh, which makes us the third largest in, in North Carolina, I think the most interactive one in the Southeast. I s- came on with Michael Chodery, you know, the founder of Faithful Comic Con, to keep putting this one on because it was an awesome experience. The first year I came just as a volunteer to help him run the show floor, it has been an amazing, amazing partnership. Yeah, we haven't yep. worked with Mike a whole lot, but, um, you know, from just from our brief interactions with him, I mean, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's talking about. He's passionate about it. He He's always got a box of old 60s comic books, so yep. he clearly likes that. Yep. Michael, Michael used to do uh, baseball card shows back oh, in the boy. 80s, 90s. He actually founded a, a Comic-Con in Lumberton and, and passed it off to a, a friend of his who runs that Lumberton show every year. But but like I said, it's it's just a great fan and family run experience you know tomorrow for example i'm going to uh be with the faithful woodpeckers never had that opportunity to go talk to a, a minor league team about some partnership and then i'm going to uh art opening with the a professor from faithful state university to talk about getting faithful state more involved and in the middle i get to drop by one of the best comic book stores in the country dragon's lair i still have to check that place out awesome the expansion and everything it's awesome and uh i don't know if i can use this as a, as a quick segue the the owner of dragon slayer bernie who is just in a faces of Fayetteville feature he's going to be one of the celebrity guests at the beard contest that saturday night they're doing a panel saturday talking about the comic books as a commodity explaining to people what a signature on a cover means what a cgc graded you know encapsulated comic means what pressing means what what all that means for people who look at comic books as as an investment um and who better than a than a shop owner and and somebody who a uh, cgc uh, signature authentication and, and grading liaison but he's a rocker i mean he's a a heavy metal rock guy through and through he was in some great fayetteville bands and he's really excited about our spring show which we are at Comic-Con will have a spring show, April 25th and 26th, the same weekend as the Dogwood Festival. But we have a amazing lineup, comics, and hip-hop. And we're talking with uh, great hip-hop legends, Marley Marl, Roxanne Chante, Big Daddy Kane. Oh. <laughs> well, Big, Big Daddy hey, Kane lives in Wake Forest. I'm going to I'm gonna quote Tom yeah. Segura here. If you don't know who Big Daddy Kane is, you can go fuck yourself. There you go. There you go. <laughs> 
He lives in Wake Forest? He does. He does for the last uh, 13, 14 years. He just performed Saturday with Run DMC at this uh, festival in Durham. I had the great opportunity to work with DMC at a North Carolina Comic Con. And a I, lot I, I was there's, the same. And there's such a great tie-in between hip-hop and comics. If you watch any of the documentaries now, if you watch the short series The Get Down, or if you watch the Wu-Tang documentary or Evolution of Hip-Hop, every single one of those at some point cuts to comic-style graffiti art somewhere in that thing. So, uh, you know, that tie is just is just really really interesting to me and i want to i wanted the opportunity to explore that so we're going to focus a little bit of that in our spring show uh, hip-hop and comics rock and roll and comics everything from you know the story of kiss members paul stanley gene simmons putting their blood in the ink for the comic mm. that they created mm. a, a lot of those so i think there's a there's a definite tie-in as well as i'd like to explore the culture between skateboarding and comic art there's a lot of skateboard decks that have dragon ball z and rick and morty art and and my and hero other... academia has a skateboard that was i think a comic-con exclusive absolutely so, so you know there's you know like i said if it's geek we've got it but i'd like to bring in people from different geekdoms and and put them all in one big space and and just see what happens it's a melting pot no absolutely. different than any other convention no different than any other culturally influencing medium like comics which are now movies which are everybody goes to the movies and one thing that a lot of cons just i'm not saying they've got away from but they've they haven't explored the art as much as i like mm -hmm. and you know those old record covers vinyl record covers kind of went into if you were an artist for those you didn't have anything for a while because cds didn't quite have the same impact but then beer labels kind of became that. So I'd love to find artists that do comic books and vinyl and beer labels. And one of the artists I'm really looking forward to, hopefully she can make it in April, is Afua Richardson, who did a lot of those hip-hop cover variants for Marvel titles. A great mm -hmm. Snoop Dogg variant on an Iron Fist comic. I don't know if you remember those from a couple years ago, but they're just mm -hmm. awesome. And and I, yeah. I love that art. They were interesting. Uh, the concept was interesting. The execution was really well done. You know who would be really cool would be, um, and he's probably not attainable, or at least it would drive the price of the tickets up, would be Ed Pisker with his hip-hop well, family tree. I just reached out to Ed Pisker about oh, nice. hip-hop family tree earlier tonight. I sent him a, a follow-up email nice. uh, and would love, would love, love to bring him in. And I, I'm pretty sure he's an affordable okay. guest. And, and for that, I, don't, I mean, it, especially for the spring, we're, we're not looking at any ticket price increase for the spring. We've already talked about it with the Crown made sure that they're not going to increase their costs that they pass through to us. So uh, I would absolutely love Ed Pisker to be part of this show. The Hip Hop Family Tree is an epic production. Well, and and even just, you know, veering off of that, X-Men Grand Design, summarizing, geez, all that too. I mean, that would be, I just, I just love to listen to him talk. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, so from comic creators to old school hip hop heads, you may not know this about our DJ, DJ Clash Queensbridge. He actually was a producer for LL Cool J on the Mama Said Knock You Out. He worked hmm. back in the old Queens days with Marley Marl, Grandmaster Flash. He knew uh, African Mabata. He knew uh, you know, all those guys coming out of the, the Queens, the Bronx, and the Brooklyn scene when the New York style hip-hop really started to jump. But I'd love to bring Petey Pablo 
uh, you know, North Carolina, come on and raise up. Mm-hmm. Take your shirt off, twirl around your head just like a helicopter. I'd love to bring him in without uh, Orlando Jones, who I met a couple years mm-hmm. ago, who was in drumline with him. Yep. You know, those little connections. Uh, yeah, I'm not far from that New Bern Raleigh Boulevard crossing. Pass every time I take my kids to school. So, <laughs> you know, I would love Petey Pablo. And, and are we going to get a, a J. Cole? Uh, I'd love for him to stop by. We can't afford to drop 50K for an appearance fee. But yeah. we are a local show targeted to families, targeted to military families. So, you know, we try to leverage that as best we can to get people to be interested in our con. Here's good news, though. Christian and I, we're free. <laughs> Absolutely. And thank you for that. <laughs> But I would also love to see some uh, cosplay karaoke of Power Rangers in full gear doing Ice Ice Baby or something of the sort. We're, well, funny story. Christian ordered a Phantom Ranger outfit. It'll get here. He ordered from Anarchy, so it'll be here in 2024. And, <laughs> they said um, March. Yeah, right. I know. Uh, and I'd have actually blown out a system doing Ice Ice Baby at a wedding karaoke party. Well, there you go. Because nobody here my friend Sean is going to tell you to stop. Well, the DJ might because he's got to reboot all the equipment. <laughs> You're supposed to collaborate and listen. <laughs> yes, that's I'll true. definitely get that on video, though. It's welcome. I'll even send it to work. That no, you won't. Amazing. I'll share that with work. That's no, you that. won't. Now, can you do it super fast? Uh, I can do the Cypress Hill styled one, the 94 album that flopped. Mind blowing. Hard to Swallow. Mind Blown came after. That was 98. 94 was Hard to Swallow. Okay. That's where they called it Too Gold. Yes. Too Cold. Too yeah. Cold. Yeah, he had the um, dreadlocks in 98, which was okay, more so Cypress you'll... Hill inspired, but yes. So I'll give you I'll give you Ice Ice Baby. I'll pull in some uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back. Um, That's Christian's. We'll, That's Christian's we'll, jam. We'll, oh, well, then we're going to have to, then I'm going to have to do uh, M&M's like, without me. And we'll do that at the VFW Post 670 after party on November 19th. I mean, I can't argue with that. Sounds like fun to me. Featuring leftover donuts from Michael Copan. <laughs> Probably. Yes. <laughs> now I'm really looking forward to those donuts tomorrow, man. Dude, I'm looking forward to the convention. Screw the donuts. No, I mean, they'll be there, but. Hey, man, one step Michael at a time. Michael Copan, somebody dressed as Homer Simpson, and both of them going, donuts. <laughs> <laughs> But you can't have that without having a, uh, a Ned Flanders devil. That would be very good. Very good. Christian, the, uh, next year. Okay. I'll show you the episode. It's where Homer's head got turned into a donut. Okay. I believe you. Oh my God, he's so ginger. He's so ginger. took young. off his hat and I saw it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's bad. Yeah, it is. That's why I, I wear a hat all the time. I'm pretty sure we'll be able to put you up with Goyle and call you a Weasley. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. I, I, That's I, high praise. That's high praise. I, I could do I could do a British accent. Not well, but I can do one. Don't. Wow, Don't. Sean, thanks. Don't. You live in Virginia. So what, you want me to have a southern accent? We'll talk about this later. <laughs> when you're when you're older. Twenty three. I know. Anyway, so Fayetteville again, recap. Saturday, October 19, Sunday, October 20. Get your tickets $15 Saturday, 25 Sunday. Did I get that right? Or the pair for how much? It is if you, if you go if you it's $25 for the weekend pass. So it's $15 either Saturday or on Sunday. Mm-hmm. One day passes. The same price, 25 for the weekend. If you get those either at the door 
you know, a couple of dollar fees, but that's not us. So we apologize for that, but we do try to make sure that tickets are available for, for everybody as quickly as possible. So go there, Tracy Lynn Cruz, Michael Copon. Those are our main attractions. I'm going to have at some point a sit down with Arn Anderson and Sergeant Slaughter in some capacity, be it at the table for later release, or I'd love to, we'll have to talk more about panels. Uh, Butterbean's going to be there as well. We didn't mention him at all, but he'll be in that group as well with us. Butterbean makes pens, handmade pens, like hmm. nice wooden carved professional ink pens as a as a hobby. It's it's they're quite awesome. If you go to his Facebook page, you can see some of them there. Well, that's I might have to we, we might have to talk shop wood shop that is. Um, Jesus Christ! Do you like that? Uh, we also we we all just going through some cards. We also have a geek church with Hector Murray, Hector of uh, Faith and Fandom. You may know I have some of his publications. Just a really, really cool guy. He's a 40 under 40 for Cumberland County, lives in Lumberton, and will be performing a uh, just a good Sunday morning uh, or Sunday afternoon at 1230 church service for us. Something you don't see a typical convention. Interesting. I'll uh, take it, it in. Typically not, but Hector's a, a fan of the con and, and a friend of our con and, and a published author. They're just really good with um, – they do a poll podcast on New Comic Book Day – just really cool guys with a good, unique approach to fandom. Comic book guest Al Milgram talked about Troy Little. Great fanals with the Disney princesses, Love Live, Amia, Legend of Zelda, Voltron Legendary Defender, comedy, as well as a couple mystery panels, which I'm not going to tell you about, Ooh. which I may not have even uh, designed yet, but we try to save them for the cool stuff that happens at the con to give that closing of the day on Saturday and closing of the day on Sunday some really cool stuff, whether we film some stuff or whether we do some giveaways, but just some really cool things, as well as a whole lot of charities represented, everything from Anime Library of North Carolina to uh, Animal uh, you know, Protection Against Animal Cruelty groups, as well as a bunch of science fiction and fantasy authors. It's just so full of stuff, I can't even remember everything. Which is why you should come and participate in the convention. Absolutely. Yes. I like the way you uh, but put the button on that, Christian. You're welcome. I got you. It was very punctuated and forceful and well-colored commentaried. You're like the Bateman character in Dodgeball. He's like the guy that sits beside Bob Euchre in Major League. Yes. I love that guy. I love how Bob Euchre used to take the top of the whiskey bottle and make a little cologne there. <laughs> just uh -huh. a little, little right there. I don't know why I'm thinking about Victor Serrano and the uh, <laughs> Jobu, you know. Oh, yeah. Pedro Serrano. Pedro Serrano. That's right. Aside from just beating the drum some more with what we've already talked about, I think we've kind of covered everything, but we still want to leave a little bit of mystery for the 19th and 20th for the people that still aren't quite convinced. Come down and have a good time. You'll enjoy yourself. It's one of the I best promise. conventions I've ever been to, so you need to be there. Yeah, I, I promise it is, and I hate when people on TV – make a promise to somebody because you know that person's then going to die in the next scene or the episode and they're just going to be haunted by it but i promise that you will enjoy it because i'll be there both days and if that's not reason enough come get fritzy <laughs> i don't know what that is yet but <laughs> I, I don't know but i thought it could be a verb sure that that should be your new catchphrase sean no we're gonna make it your new catchphrase we're gonna get it on shirts we're going to get it on stickers. We're going to get it on gonna... banners. 
Sorry. From the desk of a geek. Oh, mine's... I have a 3D printer, uh, a box of crayons, a coloring book, some screwdrivers, and some 8-bit perler beads. I have a Power it's... Rangers helmet. You're a loser. <laughs> I think I think we can cut all this last little bit out. Yeah. No, we'll just leave. Fuck it. We'll just leave it in. And we'll all just right. end it right here. This is... Shut this shit down. <laughs> we're out. I think... Yeah, I think we're... Fayetteville Comic Con, October 19th and 20th, Fayetteville, North Carolina, at the Crown Expo Center. Two tickets available here for the weekend passes through Christian and Sean and the Power Rangers Guy podcast. Looking forward to seeing everybody there, especially Michael Copan and Tracy Lynn Cruz and the donuts of Michael Copan, which will be previewed by Christian Ingram tomorrow when he is in Virginia Beach. Ooh. Yep. I'll be down there. I'll be right here at this desk. That's unfortunate. Anyways, go because I said so. Fritz has spoken. It is said, so it shall be.